Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. Brother Ibrahim, not two weeks. Who? The Lord is patient and long-suffering, not willing. <laughs> Imagine if after five years that no one's been saying, ah, this, this ark is coming up, oh, they're getting the will. Let's consider what this Noah has said. If they had changed after 10 years or 15 years, they would have been able to build their own because they would have got the blueprint from Noah. So many of the things Noah did, they won't have to repeat it. They would just copy the example. Then they could have got more people to help them. Nothing has changed. What I'm saying is happening as I'm talking now, spiritually. This is present truth prophetic message. The ark and the flood was to preserve Noah and his immediate family. The family was saved, but none of the extended family believed Noah. You can interpret that physically, you can interpret it biologically, you can interpret it spiritually. Even in the church. Not only nobody's listening. I now understand Zechariah. It's a two thirds. That's the majority. It's almost 70%. Shall be cut off and die. So the only one third of the Christians that are now are going to enter Noah's ark. And be preserved. The rest two thirds said they will be destroyed. Destroyed doesn't mean they will all go to hell, but it means that for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of Christ. You die physically, you know, lose their reward, you know, because they're not listening. They are intermingling with the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes. They are eating, they are drinking, they are marrying, they are given in marriage. It's not wrong to, to marry, but it is wrong if you put it number one priority in your life. Number one priority is Jesus. Make more room for Jesus and give him presidential suit. Don't keep him in the basement. How many people are still on my side? Hallelujah! It's amazing how precise the scripture is. Like we say, right on the money. The flood was to rid the earth of men whose offspring had been contaminated by the fallen angels and whose characters were continually evil. And even though it happened again, after the flood in the days of Lot, giving rise to giants like Goliath and his brothers, it was much less than in the time of Noah. I'm reading you my notes. Thus, caused a gene- thus causing a genetic mutation 
of the human race. That's where we get all this funny, you know. I'll make a comment about the end time now. You know, something is happening in our age that is unbelievable. But it's happening. Oh, you, you know what? We've got used to it. We've gotten used to it because you hear it every day. They tell you if you want to kill a frog, you put it in hot water. Then you just increase the temperature a little bit, it will adjust. You increase the temperature, it will adjust. Until the temperature gets so high, it will kill the frog. That's how evil is in our generation. We have been adjusting. The only people who are not adjusting are people like you and I who are keeping the scriptures in front of us. If you just, if you're a liberal person, you know, you know, you can't be too difficult, you know, let everybody have their own free mind. Just yesterday, Greece passed legislation for same-sex marriage. It becomes number 30 something of nations. What just 50 years ago would be abomination has now become norm. It is those same fallen angels that are interacting with our generation. What will, what will make a man or a woman start thinking of such evil an abomination as same-sex marriage or gender change. Now, you don't, you, 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 you may be boy, you may be girl, and you may be ex. It's normal. I mean, it's not. It's accepted. The other day I was in Heathrow and I went to the bathroom. <laughs> you know, it's a place I've been using before, you know, in the business class lounge. I just go in the bathroom, you know. There's a place because I'm used to the place. So I know where the men's something is. So I was going to the men's toilet and then I saw a woman coming out. Now in the business class lounge, as it is, you know, you have individual cubicles where you have your own bathroom and toilet and then there's a door. But there was a place where, you know, all the doors in that particular cubicle were all women. And all the ones in this place were men. So I knew where the men's one was. So I was going to the men's zone. Then I saw a woman coming out of one of the cubicles of the men's zone. So I was asking myself, Abi, have I forgotten? I said, it's not me. There's nothing wrong with my mind. <laughs> I know I'm in the right place. Then I looked on the sign. They had changed it. It was now man and woman. In both sections. Pandering to this. It's unbelievable. You've heard me say this before. But it bears witness. Uh, repetition. Because it is contextual. In, this, in the days of Noah. In Canada. In America. In certain places now. If your child thinks. Talking about 12 years old, 13 years old, that doesn't know anything. And she just, maybe, maybe they're always pushing him and he feels weak. I said, maybe I should be a girl. 
the government will take that child to a government hospital and perform a permanent sex change operation on the child at government expense. And you can't talk. If you make too much noise, the child will divorce you as his parents. And they will give the child to a foster home. Unless you accept it. Who brought those kind of decrees and laws? Fallen angels. Speaking, operating through the mind, the emotions and the wills of men. You know something that's going to it's happening right in front of us. Only evil continually. The kind of crimes you hear these days. I read something in the papers. You don't believe everything you read in the papers, but it gives you an idea of what's going on. Of a young boy, this is Nigeria, not, not abroad. You know, here in this Nigeria, a young boy who Yahoo was looking for money. They told him that he should strangle his grandmother. Then after the grandmother died, he killed the grandmother. They have sex with her. That's how he will get money. The boy did it. It was in the papers. Tribune or one of these papers, you know. I read it about two weeks ago. I, you know, all those things, they used to shock me. They still shock me, but, you know, immediately I understand. That's not normal. Those are fallen angels operating through men. That is, when I say operating, not possess, you know, putting that thought in their mind, the desire in their heart, and the action. Can you imagine killing your own grandmother? Strangling her. Then after she's, the corpse is dead, you will not have sex with the corpse so that you can have money. The thoughts of their hearts was only what? Evil how? It's not natural. It's these rebellious fallen angels. They have come down now to the earth. They, it happened 2014 when we began to pray and bombard the heavens. It says the powers of the heavens. You know, that's where we get principalities, powers, rules of the darkness of this world, wicked spirits in heavenly places. The powers were shaken. So it says they have come down. They're now inhabiting and, 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 and controlling, you know, influencing the thoughts, the emotions, the thinking, the wills of men. And men are now doing things that are abnormal. We are living in the days of Noah. I got to close. How then do we deal with this? Let me rephrase the question. How do I stay an uncontaminated child of God? How do I stay like a Noah? When my uncle, my auntie, my brothers, my sisters <laughs> are all being contaminated with the loss of the flesh, loss of the eyes and pride of life following the world. Well, it's not different from anything I've said before. You have to make more room for Jesus. Put that thing up. 
there's a reason why there's an updated version of the Pauline prayer I want to share with us. This is not Olubi's doctrinal. Even though by the grace and the mercy of God, Olubi wrote it and was used by God to bring it out. There's nothing I put here that's not in scripture. It's not something I just woke, woke up one morning and decided, you know. To stay pure like Noah did in the middle of challenging times. Noah was the odd person in his generation. Everybody around him thought he was crazy. Nobody, you know. But he was the one that found grace. That built the ark. So when the flood came, it was Noah that was preserved. So shall it be now. The flood of glory is just in front of us. When it comes, sadly, two-thirds are going to be flushed out of the church. Then one-third, Zechariah chapter 13, verses 7, 8, 9, will be preserved. And then he will take them through the fire, you know, and he will preserve them. And it is from that, just like Noah, it is from that preserved seed that will reproduce after its kind, watch this, to produce a perfect church. A glorious church that has no spot, blemish, wrinkle. Right now, the church has plenty of spots, blemishes, and wrinkles. All contaminated by all this loss of the flesh, loss of the eyes, pride of life. So God has to get rid of all of it. Just like he did it then, he did it with a flood. He's now going to do it with a flood. But now, not a flood of water, of natural water, but a flood of life and power of the glory of God. How do you stay pure so that you will be in the ark? Being in the ark is not automatic because you are born again. No? I preached this not too long ago. You know, it really depends on honesty and humility of heart. And with the, with the level of revelation knowledge and preaching of the word of God that is available, people who have honest hearts are going to pick it. Like Cornelius. Even if they're not born again now, they will flow with it as the glory comes and they will be in the ark. You can be born again and not have an honest and a humble heart. Should I correct that? A sufficiently honest and a humble heart. And so you are interacting and contaminating with this loss of the flesh, loss of the eyes and the pride of life. And so... God doesn't have any choice or two. Doesn't mean you won't go to heaven. Many cases they will go to heaven, like the boy in Corinth. He said, Deliver to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved. Again, it's male, not will. It's a place you don't even want to go to. This, you know, um, you know, said, Oh, no foundation can. Uh, I don't know. These scriptures. Prof, I don't, they don't preach it. You know, all I hear now is you, you're born again, you're going to... It's not like that at all. He says, no other foundation can a man lay, except which is... So all of us are born again. He said, but let every man take heed how he builds on that foundation. Precious stones, gold and silver, those are the ark people. Wood, hay and stubble, those are the ones that don't enter the ark. 
says, but every man's work shall be tried for the fire. is another metaphor. We try every man's work of what sort it is. If he does well, he get a reward. Borrowed anointing, spirit out measure. If not, he will suffer loss. He said he will be saved though, but so as barely saved. The best example of that is Lot. Lot was saved. How many people know that? Put your hand down. How many people want to be like Lot? Say, be was saved. Lot is in heaven today. He's hearing me preach about him. But who here wants to be like Lot? But sadly, many Christians are behaving like Lot. You know what Lot did? He set his eyes onto Sodom and Gomorrah. And he looked good. Like the garden of the Lord. This same loss of the flesh, loss of the eyes, pride of life. That's what contaminated Lot. Thank God God was had mercy through Abraham's intercession. And God him said, but nobody should want to be like Lot. But the Bible says, as it was in the days of Noah, and as it was in the days of Lot, so shall it be. And it is now. There are a lot of Lot Christians in the church. Like I said, they'll go to heaven like Lot. But so as by fire. Some of them will almost not make it. Some won't even make it. Pastor G, I just got a text. It's a reluctant text. When I say reluctant, I'm reluctant to say it. But I'm going to say it because it has come by the Spirit. And it's, I'm not going to answer the question. I'm just going to throw it into the air. Did Lot's wife go to heaven? Pastor Olubi, did Lot's wife go to heaven? You know the answer? I don't know. I don't know. I hope she did. Oh, We need to be careful. When she should have been with her husband in Zohar, under the protection of the covering of Abraham, she became a pillar of salt because she looked back because she forgot her earring. Or necklace, loss of the flesh, loss of the eyes, pride of life. But you haven't heard the rest of the story. If she had been with her husband, her, her daughters would not have raped their father and became the father of Amalek and Moab. Sela. Make more room for Jesus. Clean with the blood. Worship God. You know, five, fifteen minutes. Pray for more of the fruit of the Spirit from First Corinthians, thirteen and um, Galatians five to give me more love, joy, peace. I'm not going to go. Now, this is the one I want to update. Pray for more of the Spirit of wisdom and revelation. Now, uh, Shola, the updated version I gave you. Put it on the side screen here. Don't remove the center one. Put it on the side here where you have the scripture pastoral thing. You know, work on that. What I did was I updated it. It's the same thing we've been praying. But what we did was that I now put practically all the Pauline prayers into one prayer for efficiency. So you're not praying four or five prayers. You just pray one prayer. But it has 
all the prayers of the Pauline, of the Pauline prayer, except the one in Second Thessalonians, we talked about vouchsafe us worthy. That one is separate. But every other thing, you have, you know, you've not been able to put it up. Okay, put it in the center here because we have to come back to this. It would have been faster for me if I had it on the side. Ni Yomikule, please help them out there. You know? Okay, be working on it. Now, this is the prayer. Father, give us a fresh and increasingly more of the spirit of... Everybody say it after me. Father, please give us a fresh and increasingly more of... No, go back. You're going too fast. You're going too fast on the screen. Let me lead. You follow. Father, please give us afresh and increasingly more of the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the present complete knowledge and spiritual understanding of you. This one has Ephesians 1 and Colossians 1 inside. A spiritual understanding for you to grow into the perfection and the fullness of Christ. That has Ephesians 4. To walk in love. That's Ephesians 5. To watch and pray always. To make us as wise as serpents and as humble as doves and as bold as lambs. And give us more of the ability of the mind of Christ. Move on. That we will know better. Go back to Ephesians 1. The, the hope of your calling upon our lives. The riches of the glory of your inheritance in us as saints. And the exceeding greatness of the resurrection power. Which you wrought in Christ when you raised him from the dead. And to ultimately. That's where we're going. Cause us. To manifest the glory of God by particular spirit that measure. It's all the Pauline prayers in one. So there's no reason why you should not be praying that daily. Every day. Observe it is more. I didn't say you didn't have revelation. But you need clearer revelation. You need more revelation. You need more understanding. Who's still on my side? You have to build your own individual Noah's Ark. 30. Perfection of the love of God. That's the height of the Ark. 50. The Pentecostal anointing. Speaking in tongues. 300. Which is 30 times 10. Which is the maturity of the love commandment. Which speaks of doing it 24-7. It's not difficult. Bible says, watch and pray always. Uh, go back to the... Uh, go, um, making more room for Jesus. And we're close with that. We're still on my side. So you do that. You pray the Pauline prayer. You pray for strength in the inner man using Ephesians 3 and other life scriptures. Then you pray in tongues for one hour. That's why I say you do this earlier in the day. You know, between 6 p.m. and 5 a.m. the next morning. So by the time you go for good morning, Jesus, all that is in place. Then you can pray much more effectively in tongues, you know, where you get, you know, you, you, you be edified, you become more conformed to the image of Jesus, you know, you will, uh, you be um, uh, refreshed, revelation and wisdom will flow as you're praying. The time of prayer won't be a drudgery. You'll be looking for the time to go, but you'll be enjoying the prayer, you know, and then you're following the prophetic declarations that all the leaders are making. After that, you do balanced Bible reading, you know, then throughout the day, you keep the commandment of life and love with praying in tongues once every six hours. So watching and praying always just about five minutes. When it's done properly with this sequence, it works. It's not difficult. The yoke is easy. The burden is light. Stand to your feet. It will keep you pure. All this love rub, rubbish from the world. 
Not only that, it will help you. So when the flood comes, you'll be inside the ark. It's coming. Oh. When Papa Ralph first preached this many years ago, I've never forgotten it. The same flood that raised the ark was the one that drowned the world. So the problem was not with the flood. The problem was, did you, were you in the ark or were you not in the ark? God provided the solution of the ark not only for Noah, but for all that generation who would have listened to Noah. We would have had a navy, a flotilla of arks. Imagine if all Noah's brothers and sisters had listened to him. And then all Lamech's uh, um, children, his uncles and aunties. You can imagine how many arks they would have had. If they had repented at the preaching of Noah. And said, ah, Noah, you're telling us the truth. Oh, you know, at least they, they were not, they didn't have these angelic fallen angels in there, at least initially. At, at first. If they had just listened to Noah, if they had just listened to Methuselah, if they had just listened to Enoch, it would not have been Noah alone who would have found grace in the eyes of God. His brothers would have found grace. His sisters would have found grace. His uncles would have found grace. His aunties would have found grace. I just got a word. I close with it. God said, that's what I want in this generation. I don't want only Noah to find grace in my sight. I want Noah's brothers to find grace. That, oh gosh, the thing is flowing like a river, Pastor G. You know what he just said? He said, that is why it's a better testament established upon better promises. He said, you achieve that in your generation. Then you, do, you go a notch higher than Noah. When Noah could not save his brothers and sisters and his uncles and aunties, you can. That's why we're preaching what we're preaching. That's why we're teaching what we're teaching. So that our brothers and our sisters and our uncles and our aunties come and say, ah, it's the truth. Then they will grab it. So it won't just be Noah alone and his family. Twenty twenty four. We're expecting a restoration of the purity and the power of the gifts of the Spirit by the grace of God. Any time from Passover, which will be Easter, as late March, early April. I don't think it's all going to come on at once. It will start coming. And through that prophecy, we got tongues now. We're going to see more prophecy, more dreams, the real ones now, <laughs> more visions. See, when your, when your dreams and visions come as a consequence of praying Pauline prayer, they will be genuine. Kenneth Hagin's dreams and visions were an answer to Pauline prayer. Many of the dreams and visions today are not answer to anything. 
It just answered to man's curiosity to make money. That's why it's going to be a restoration to be a pure stock. And through these visions and dreams, Carrie, some of your uncles and aunties, some of your brothers and sisters who have honest hearts, like Cornelius, an angel will come to them and say, go to Coyote. He will tell you what you would do to be saved. We're on the verge of a great outpouring. God doesn't want people to perish. I have no pleasure in the perishing of the dead. I want to help them. But will they let me? Talk to God. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you and God bless you.